I know a lot about golf. It's time for those weekend golf guys. Well, we're waiting. On SB Nation Radio. And on SBNationRadio.com. Here's John Ashton and Jeff Smith. Hey, it is us, those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. I am in the studio. He is at the Golf Cave at uh, Timbergate Golf Course, Edinburgh, Indiana. And, of course, right. he's uh, he's on his way up to uh, to another teaching gig. And I tell you, if, if you did a survey of all of the golfers in the state of Indiana or the, or the United States of America, I bet you'd find the places in the golfers in central Indiana to be much better because they all go to Jeff. You know? You know, I'm just saying. Sometimes I go to them, really. That's <laughs> yeah. kind of how it's working, right? That's I got two different. I'm bouncing back and forth between them, so I guess it kind of works both ways, right? Yeah. Have have practice tea will travel. There you go. Yeah. A lot of stuff's happened in golf uh, over the past couple of weeks. Uh, probably chief among it being the women. Yeah. I don't want to say losing, but not winning the Solheim Cup this time around. A lot of action there. You know, it was good matches. Yeah. They all like they all like seeing stuff, you know. It was tied going into the last day, and the U.S. women took it to them early. That's it. But couldn't hold on late. And how shallow can we get and start talking about getting up at three in the morning to watch it just because not only was it great golf, but you know, women golfers are much more attractive than males for the most part. What can I say? Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. So we'll we'll talk about that a little bit. We're going to talk about a, a few. Uh, nagging problems that seem to uh, to strike most of us at the most inopportune moments. And then we can talk about anything else that uh, that pops up in the midst of a conversation. Uh, you know, we, we did some research talking about Arnold Palmer with a friend of mine. We were discussing some, some golf and business and stuff. You know, Arnold Palmer never made more than 100 grand any given year he was playing. Can you believe that? You know, that's just a matter of the era that he played in. It's true, and and you know, nineteen sixties bucks are are you know you'd have to account for differences probably be a lot higher than a hundred grand, but nowhere near you know the amount of money you can win winning one tournament these days. You yeah, know. it's crazy. I mean, there's guys out here right now that haven't won a tournament that are keeping their tour card, and yeah. and they make a certain number of cuts and they keep their tour card and they're making more money on a dollar to dollar comparison, even including the inflation dollar. Yep. Than what Arnold Palmer made, and and time. but Arnie still retired a multi multi millionaire, and uh, how he did that still using golf. We're going to talk about two when we come back. We are those weekend golf guys. Hang on. Just to give you an idea of how old I am, do you know what was cool when I was in school? A Beatles lunchbox. Today, you know what you need to be cool? You need Bomba socks. It really isn't surprising that they're the, the mark of coolness these days. They're the most comfortable kid socks ever. Colorful. I mean, literally bursting with color. And they even have a little colorful bee on them. They're, they're designed with several comfort innovations that help make them feel better than any other kid sock ever made. And when, you know, you put them on a kid and they go, ooh, these feel nice, you know that they're more comfortable than anything they've ever worn before because they're actually mentioning it. Bombas donates a pair of socks for every pair purchased. So when you order some for the kids, why don't you get your own self some too? I wear them all the time playing golf, especially the anklet-type socks. They're colorful. 
You can get them so they match your shirt so you look really dapper. Visit abombas.com slash weekend and get 20% off your first purchase. That is B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash weekend for 20% off your purchase. Bombas.com slash weekend. And thanks for hanging. We are those weekend golf guys. John Ashton here, Jeff Smith there, and... Arnold Palmer, man, it was, I, I was kind of surprised knowing how, I guess, successful he had been, how popular he was, and how much he was used in, in other things other than just golf. He flew his own plane, uh, probably the first golfer to do that, to, to get himself to tournaments without sleeping in the back of his, you know, Chevy wagon. Yet, he never made more than a hundred grand. And again, we need to change, what would a hundred grand in 1966 be today? Um, have any idea what that might be? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. I just, you know, you can kind of make some assumptions that that would probably be five times that much. At least, let's see, one hundred thousand dollars. In... I mean, the tournament purses back then. You know, if you want to go on that inflation scale, or you want to go on the tournament purse escalation scale, if you're trying to compare it to his winning, you know, for X place in this tournament. What's the tournament purse back then? Now, what's the tournament purse? If you if you left the dollars the same, a dollars, a dollars, a dollars, a dollar, that kind of thing. Yeah. And then just realize, just the tournament purses themselves have just skyrocketed. Yeah, they have. And in how many dollars they would have made for doing the same thing in the same event? You know that Jack Nicholas, Arnold Palmer, Lee Trevino, Johnny Miller, all those guys of, of that era were great champions then. Would be multi-millionaires because of just the golf tournament purse mm-hmm. even today. I will let you do the math. Uh, $100,000 in 1966 today is worth $791,854.68. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a that's a huge difference, but you can still win $791,845.68 coming in, what, fourth or fifth in a golf tournament these days. One yeah. tournament, not you a whole year. You feel like you're letting me do the math, but you already did it. Yeah, well, you you were just stalling for me while I figured it out, <laughs> and I appreciate so, it. My guess is that because I didn't stall all that long, you didn't use Common Core. No, I did not. No, no, you know, and I was going to use Google, but as they say around here, I don't have to use Google because my wife knows everything. So there you go. <laughs> just send her a text. That's it. <laughs> hey. What's this? She gave you a reply right away. And my reply came back immediately. You know, it was was great. But the thing of it is, is that he got, he was so smart, Arnie was, that he took that money that he won and basically used it to become a multimillionaire. And the thing that got me, man, as I was reading is that he never, ever did business with a contract. He would size you up and he would shake your hand. Actually, he would, he would envelop your hand with his huge hand yeah yeah and you know how he got to know people he played golf with them he said you can learn everything about a person in 18 holes and if you don't learn enough in 18 holes play 36 play more. <laughs> that's right <laughs> <laughs> i think that's a pretty good way of looking at it and it worked for him man you know due to the population numbers today versus then there probably weren't as many shysters around trying to get it on his pocket yeah. as there would be today. 
right? And at the time, it was a, a simpler time where people had a lot more trust in each other. Right. It seemed to be uh, an easier way of going about that. Now, I think people are a little bit more jaded. And I think that trying to size somebody up like that, no matter how good you are at it, like Arnie was a wizard at that. He was terrific with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and he could get people to partner up with him because they wanted to be around him. Right. But he attracted you know, good people at the same time. Nonetheless, it would be that same method would be difficult to trust in today's world. Yeah, you may have to play. You may have to play seventy-two holes. Yeah, but the fact the the fact remains that golf is still a great exhibitor of um, character. I agree. It it you know it doesn't uh, create character as much as it reflects character. Yeah, or exposes it. Exposes it, lack thereof, maybe. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, Which is why we suggest that you use golf in your business at every opportunity, you know, and, and it's great because you don't have to be good at it. You don't have to be an Arnold Palmer to get people to play golf with you because there just seems to be something magical about an invitation to play golf if you can count it as business, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, there's a couple other things about that too is that even people who are non-golfers, yeah, you know, they uh, they get invited to go play golf and I get this a lot because they come to me Going all right, so I got invited to go play golf, and I need to I need to do something. Are rental clubs okay to play with? Yes, they are. Lots of people play with mm-hmm. with rental clubs because most clubs, most golf courses have decent sets now. Yeah, they do. Right, yeah. as opposed to the you know the the night you know it's here it is in 2019, and somebody's got a 1960s set of rental clubs in a nasty bag. Yeah, that's the kind of thing you're not really looking to do if you're playing business golf. No, it I, isn't. And but you know, once the once the companies learn that that's a great marketing ploy. If I live in Louisville and I show up in um, you know Portland, Oregon, and I want to play golf and I rent a set of clubs, if you know I've got a set of pings at home and I the set the rental sets tailor mades and I really like them, hmm, you know, yeah, big difference. That's right. So it's, it's uh, I think a lot of the companies just give or at least sell cheap or rent or whatever uh, they they rent them they lease they lease the clubs to the to the golf club right the yeah a lot of times what they do they're smart they say okay we'll rent these to you for the season for x you got to give them back to us by this day right and if you don't then here's what you're paying for them right so they're not quite freebies but the the each company each golf course knows in this rental deal that they are the purpose of renting their clubs is so that they can make money on the rentals, but at the same time, it helps them sell clubs. And at the same time, somewhat gets a, a, a demo set, you know? Yeah. 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 And it comes off rental. You can sell it. You know? Right. Yeah. At a profit. And, but, and, and you can, it's just a matter of knowing that when that bill comes due, this is what you're paying for it. Right. Right. And so that way the companies know that the purpose in that is not just to sell them a set of clubs at cheaper than the regular wholesale price. They just sell it to them at the wholesale price, but they give them to them early and they give them the chance to send them back for a rental fee. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and that is most of the time what's the best thing to be done at most golf courses yeah. is to actually rent them out, make some money, be happy with the company for doing what they did, um, getting exposure. And for guys like you who travel to play golf for business, mm-hmm. they get a, a quality set to rent. So then, the people that come to me and say, hey, Jeff, I want a golf lesson. 
but I, I don't want to spend a bunch of money on, on rental or on, you know, equipment. Is it okay to rent at the golf course? For the most part, yes. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part, you'll get something that doesn't scream rental, cl- bad rental clubs. Yeah. I'm not a golfer. Right. It's not put together with the irons in the woods that somebody lost in 1974, you know? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Very cool. That's, that's very and, much the case. And you don't have to play well in order to play business golf either, play golf for business, to accept one of those invitations. A lot of people get scared. They go, no, nah, I don't play golf. Well, you don't have to play golf. The first thing is if you go out and play, you're going to get addicted by, I'd say, maybe the third hole. And that'll be it. You will become a golfer from that point on. But the other thing is, if you just don't play slowly, nobody will care, you know? And if you're not constantly apologizing for your lack of skill. Yeah. If you just say, hey, look, I'm just not very good, and you try on every shot just to strike the ball cleanly and get the ball getting up in the air by striking the back bottom of the golf ball, if that's your goal, a very simple goal, you'll succeed more than you fail. Right. And then people will think more of you as opposed to, putting a bunch of stress on yourself to hit a great golf shot when we know that good golf shots can happen, yeah. but great ones probably aren't gonna. And then you take away that pressure and the stress, and then you won't be standing around apologizing the entire round of golf and feeling terrible about it. It's a, it's a better situation. It is. And you take a quick lesson or two prior to uh, going yeah. out, and you'll be able to accomplish what Jeff just suggested uh, much more easily. Okay, just uh, just take a lesson and and don't worry about it. But just take if anybody ever asks you to go play golf with them, especially if they're taking you someplace nice and it's on them. And by all means, if someone takes you out to play golf, you buy the beer. Okay, that's just a little yeah. caveat we'll throw out yeah. there. Got coming right back. I've got a story about a guy who got one of those invitations, and even though it scared him to death, he took it up. And it's a pretty funny story, and we'll tell it to you when we come right back. We are all those weekend golf guys. Hang with us. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golfguys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us. And you want to make us real happy, just go there and interact with us. Facebook.com slash golfguys. This segment of Those Weekend Golf Guys is brought to you by CBS Sports HQ. I think we're all aware that sports TV nowadays is, is full of made-up drama. Same topics being beaten into the ground with, with ideas and takes from people who don't even believe what they're saying themselves. But CBS Sports is going to change all that. CBS Sports HQ is a network that streams live 24-7, and they have coverage that is focused on just the game. Football, they got it. FedEx Playoffs, they got it. Fantasy sports, well, their experts are going to give you the info you need to make all the right calls for your lineup, and and football season is coming up. No fake debates, no politics, just real sports for real sports fans. Just open the CBS Sports app, and you can watch anytime from anywhere on your phone or at home on your Apple TV, Roku, or Fire TV. It couldn't be easier, and it's all totally free. Download the CBS Sports app and watch CBS Sports HQ today. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. And we 
are back. Those we kick off, guys. I'm John Ashley. He is Jeff Smith, and he is en route from one phenomenal golf location to another phenomenal golf location. And again, right. anywhere between Columbus, Indiana, and Indianapolis, Indiana, uh, you're right in Jeff Smith territory. So ask anybody. Yeah, right. I am here uh, in the in the Mobile Studio at the moment. I uh-huh. am headed to the Sagamore Club in Noblesville, Indiana. That's it. Very nice golf course just outside of Indianapolis. Very posh. All right. We were talking uh, before the break about taking up uh, invitations to play golf, even if you're intimidated at the thoughts of playing golf in public with somebody you don't know. Uh, Maybe it's because you have a problem playing with people you don't know. It's a confidence level. Maybe you don't play golf or you don't play golf well. It doesn't matter. Say yes and learn how to do it. Like Jeff said, it's not difficult to learn how to at least get by on a golf course. Okay. It's really not. It's, it's, you know, to, to learn to hit basically trying to hit the bottom of every golf ball that you touch. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if, and if you do that, you'll have better success right away because the strike from club to ball is improved tremendously. Mm-hmm. And then you just worry about, how do I get my club face to just point forward when I do it? You'll rarely have embarrassing shots. So for advice for those people who are just starting to play, absolute new golfers, they got invited to go play and they don't know what they're doing, I have a suggestion for you. Uh-huh. It's new to you. Go take a basics lesson from a local golf professional, but understand two things. Ask him, can you give me a way of holding the club today that I can control my club and control where it lands? And if that's the focus of your lesson, that you can hold the club, swing it around you in the air, and get it to land at a certain place with a face pointed there, you've got more out of golf lesson than you could possibly imagine mm-hmm. at your level. Yeah. Right? Yeah. At that beginner level. If you can just learn to hold it in a particular way, whatever way they show you, and if they can show you how easy it is and why you would do it that way, and it delivers a club down to the bottom of a golf ball, and it is facing in the direction that you're swinging, you will have a much happier time when you're out playing in that golf scramble with your boss or whoever has invited you for a business reason. Right. You will not be embarrassed if that is your focus of your lesson. Exactly. And the other caveat to keep in mind is when you're out on the course, you know, you're going to have good holes, good shots, bad holes, bad shots. Uh, As Jeff said, don't keep apologizing for them, you know, because everybody has bad shots. But don't slow down. If you get to the point where you're on a par four and you've just taken your seventh shot and you're still not on the green, pick it up. up. That's it. Just pick it up. If you want to do a little yeah. self-deprecating humor about it, well, that's fine, too. But just pick it up and move on. That's yeah. it. No one will think right. the less of you for that because we have all been there. Now, let me tell you a story about a guy. You know, we, we talked earlier about Arnold Palmer, how he, he used to vet everybody he did business with by asking them to come play golf with him. And, of course, people would, would accept because hey, it's Arnold Palmer. You know, who doesn't want to play golf with Arnold Palmer? If you live outside of Kentucky, you're still going to know the name John Calipari. He is the head coach of the Kentucky Wildcats basketball team. He was introduced to somebody a couple years ago, and they started talking about playing golf. 
and you know who they really wanted to play golf with someday. And Calipari mentioned to this guy, he said, Dad, I'd love to play golf with, uh, with President Obama. He said, I played with President Bush. I'd love to play with President Obama. And the other guy says, yeah, well, you know, I, I might be able to make that happen. So <laughs> Calipari's on vacation up in New England. This guy calls him and says, hey, we're going to play golf tomorrow out of Martha's Vineyard. You and uh, you and the president. It's kind of like, uh-oh. <laughs> he called the guy's bluff. The guy set him up with a with a round. And again, it's John Calipari. So even President Obama was like, sure, I'll play golf with Mr. Calipari. And then John realizes that he hadn't played a full 18 holes in about four years. When he was playing regularly, he was still like maybe a, a, a 13 handicap. So he, his, he says he went to like a three-day boot camp. He just went to this pro that he knows and took continuous lessons for three days just so he would make a fool of himself in front of the president because it was difficult to play. You know, you think you're in a, in a uh, intimidating situation when you're playing golf with somebody important or somebody you want to impress. <laughs> Not only is he playing golf with the president of the United States over here, but he has two Secret Service agents on either side of him, two in front of him, two behind him, and a couple hidden in the woods that he didn't know about till the fourth hole when he had a bad drive and he heard someone in the woods screaming four. <laughs> <laughs> See, they, but, it, but it happens. It happens all the time. It happens in all different circumstances. He said he rose to the occasion, but then again, he, he's been an athlete and a high-pressure coach, so he's used to dealing with pressure situations. And the, the president said that... Uh, he said, you are nowhere near the 20 handicap you claimed to be when we started. <laughs> okay, so so even Calipari sandbagged a little bit before he got into well, the world, but you know. You know, he probably just neglected those three days, to mention those three days of his life. Yeah. <laughs> but it's always smart, too, to lower expectations that way, you know. Get, let people know what they're looking at. That way you can always be better than, than you thought. But, you know, go and say, yeah, I'm a three, and then start playing like a 20. You don't want to do that, you know? Um, we got no, a few. It's, it's really not helpful. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. Listen, just real quick, you want to uh, get involved with other people who like to play golf with people for business reasons or whatever. Uh, free Facebook group. It's called Back Nine Advisory Board. Just do a search on Facebook for it, and you can find it. Join it absolutely free, just people who talk about, you know, techniques, discussions, things like that on how to use golf much more effectively for business purposes. We got to we got to talk about the Solheim Cup. Yeah. Women's golf in general is getting more and more popular. Man, these girls are good. They really are. They hit shots that are just as amazing as the guys hit. They might not be to the same length. Well, now that you've got now that you've got that Van Dam girl. Oh, she hits it plenty far. Yeah, they are hitting it as far as the guys. <laughs> yeah. And she looks better yeah. doing it than any guy I've ever seen. There's no question about that, <laughs> sir. An awful lot of guys in the golf professional teaching world are highly impressed with Ann Van Dam. Oh, and her golf swing. It's, it's truly a, a very athletic, graceful, technically sound golf swing. And it's vanilla. It is vanilla because it's all a seemingly right down the middle. Mm -hmm. Just like Adam Scott and Ernie Els, they are vanilla. They don't do other things than just kind of track along the same track on the way back and on the same way down, and it looks very symmetrical. As opposed to, say, Matt Wolf and Jim Furyk and Lee Trevino, you would not call those swings vanilla. No. You look at those swings and go, I can't believe they make that work. 
That's, but you look at Ann Van Dam's golf swing, and you think, I can't believe that she ever loses anything. Because you think that that is, in, in our vision of uh, symmetrically perfect stuff, there she is. She hasn't been playing all that long. So obviously, she had some very good teachers, some natural ability. and an awful lot of work. Yeah, and has worked very, very hard. One thing I want to ask, though, is, is how much pressure? I mean, it was very competitive, right down to the last putt, literally. How much pressure do you think Suzanne Pedersen felt to win the Solheim Cup? Yeah, I bet it's a lot. Yeah, you know, if if they tie, they lose. You know, if she doesn't make that butt, they lose because then the then the U.S. keeps the cup. So I'm assuming that she pretty well felt weight of the world kind of stuff on her shoulders. At least the the weight of Europe. <laughs> yeah, literally. Right. And then she hits the putt. They win. They celebrate. They run around. They eat, drink, make merry, and about 24 hours later, Suzanne announces that she's going to retire. Is that going out on top or what? It really is. You know, and here's the thing. She said it after, in the interview, afterwards. Yeah. She flat out told the interviewer about it, and she said, no, I'm done. Yeah. This is it. This is it. This was, essentially, she said, that putt capped off my career I have nothing more to play for. I'm a mom yeah. now, and my playing days are now done. And the good part of that is, is she can go off and be a mom. She can raise her family. She can be proud of that. And every time her name comes up, every thought triggered in everybody's head from now in perpetuity will be the winning putt at the 2019 Solheim Cup. Absolutely. She's made absolutely dead center putt. Um, she knew it a couple feet out. She was starting to react. She knew it was going to go in, and it was an amazing, triumphant thing for any athlete to do that. That is akin to the, the quarterback retiring at the Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. That's that's pretty much the the you know that's. Michael Jordan walking off the basketball court yeah. after winning his, what is it, sixth ring or seventh ring or something like that. I can't remember how many, but... He retired because he ran out of fingers, didn't he? <laughs> I, I think so. Yeah. But I think, you know, I think he made the last shot yeah. of that game, didn't he? I don't, I don't remember. I'm, I'm too too young to remember back that far. Um, uh, well, yeah. they make YouTube videos for that. <laughs> okay. okay, okay, that's fine. You know, it would be like right. it would be like Tom Brady ever retiring after he wins the next Super Bowl if if he ever decides to retire. I don't think he's human, though. I think he's some I kind of a you're making a alien broad clone. assumption there. An alien clone. No. <laughs> I think you're making a broad assumption. There. Yeah, well, you know, it wouldn't be my first broad assumption, nor would it be my first correct assumption about the Patriots. So there you go. Uh, we yeah, are well. <laughs> we're going to come right back with an interview with a gentleman who uh, has a company that will make a head cover that looks just like one of your pets. It was supposed to be on a couple of weeks ago, and for technical difficulties, we didn't get it there. Now we're going to. It's a great interview. It's a great product. It's a great guy. It's a great time. Stick around. We'll be right back. If you're in sales, you know that people buy things from people they know, they like, and they trust. It can take forever to build that kind of a relationship unless you use golf. Business golf is the quickest way to build trust with your clients and potential customers. TheBusinessGolfCourse.com. Go there now and check it out.
Just to give you an idea of how old I am, do you know what was cool when I was in school? A Beatles lunchbox. Today, you know what you need to be cool? You need Bomba socks. It really isn't surprising that they're the, the mark of coolness these days. They're the most comfortable kid socks ever. Colorful. I mean, literally bursting with color. And they even have a little colorful bee on them. They're, they're designed with several comfort innovations that help make them feel better than any other kid sock ever made. And when, you know, you put them on a kid and they go, ooh, these feel nice, you know that they're more comfortable than anything they've ever worn before because they're actually mentioning it. Bombas donates a pair of socks for every pair purchased. So when you order some for the kids, why don't you get your own self some too? I wear them all the time playing golf, especially the anklet type socks. They're colorful. You can get them so they match your shirt so you look really dapper. Visit bombas.com slash weekend and get 20% off your first purchase. That is B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash weekend for 20% off your purchase. Bombas.com slash weekend. Well, thanks for hanging and coming back. We are those Weekend Golf Guys. I'm John Ashton in the studio. Jeff Smith at the Golf Cave at Timbergate in Edinburgh, Indiana, and from his office in beautiful downtown Louisville, Kentucky, Mr. Brennan Lawrence from Cuddle Clones. Brennan, thanks for spending some time with us here on this Weekend Golf Guys. How you doing, man? I'm great. Absolutely great. I'm glad to to join you guys. I got to tell you the story, how I I came across these things. I saw an ad on Facebook with a picture of a pet and then a picture of the head cover that you made for from that pet and they looked exactly alike that's our secret right yeah um, we're in our sixth year of business uh started as uh, an entrepreneurial project at the university of louisville my co-founders had this idea of being able to make a replica of a pet that's a essentially a stuffed animal mm-hmm. um fast forward six years later and uh you know we're one of the fastest growing businesses not only in Louisville, but uh, we're in our second year being on the list of Inc. 5,000 oh, fastest companies in the United States. So very proud of uh, our accomplishments, and you know we're far from done. Always being on the lookout for interesting businesses in the golf space. I went online, followed the links, and I called the toll-free number. Lo and behold, a very good friend of mine starts talking to me. Oh, I, I, I worked with Vicky, who did your voice on your telephone system. Vicky um, Rogers, yep. Yeah, I worked, worked with her on the radio for like 12 years uh, here in town. <laughs> and I said, whoa, how did they get Vicky? And then I looked and your address was Louisville, Kentucky. And I went, damn, how did I not know about these guys? They're like next door to me. So I'm yeah, sorry it's... it took me so long to stumble upon you, man. But uh, but we found you. So good things uh, happened. They were really looking for a better voice for voiceovers, John, and they passed over <laughs> your voice. That's what's going yeah, on Yeah, that's there. probably it right there. That's they okay. were hiding from you. Vicky is a tad prettier than am I. <laughs> uh, are you a golfer? I actually, we all are. All are um, okay. You know, two co-founders and myself. And you know, we we started. You know, our our core product is the plush cuddle clone, which uh, the customer upload handful of pictures to our website, and from that, we basically have built uh, a business that replicates that pet. And primarily, people think of us as dog and cats, but we do every breed and species. We've done fish, we've done geckos, we've turtles, swans for the Chicago Zoo about a year ago. So no matter what the pet is, um, we'll reproduce it. We own our own manufacturing facility. And so when we came up with golf a few years ago, it was of our own interest of being golf. So, oh, this would be really, really neat. And it kind of fast forward to the day, and, you know, if you're watching the tour championship, you'll see many pros on tour carrying a, a golf cup head cover. And that's certainly custom, and that's kind of our differential is we make it look exactly like your pet. Mm-hmm. Not just one of five or six breeds that are available. Right. Uh, and we've actually had a couple of pros contact us and they're carrying uh, our head cover in their 
bag. We're hoping and rooting for them every week. Uh, <laughs> I can imagine. They're, they're, they're in, in, the, in the top pairings, but, you know, it's yeah, competitive. Yeah, get a little coverage. <laughs> yeah, and so, you know, at the end of the day, you know, folks see that, and we sell directly in, in pro shops, uh, so it's an opportunity mm-hmm. for members to get, you know, a value add and getting it sooner um, than, you know, our, our typical delivery and providing some value. So, you know, we, we do some different things and, you know, it's a fun product for us. And there's not a day you're not on the course if somebody's asking questions exactly. about the head cover. It's, it's got to be the, balls the, the best advertising on. in the world is just give somebody a head cover, send them out on the golf course. And uh, Yeah, we've been fortunate. People will tell us, especially these golf pros that we have partnerships with, um, we'll say, hey, look, you know, as soon as I have it on my bag, people start asking questions. They start appearing. Which is great because, you know, we want people to be able to celebrate their pet no matter where they are, on the golf course especially. Probably the best caddy advice you're ever going to get is just look at your pet. You can de-escalate and calm down and mm-hmm. maybe get the next shot a little bit better, right? We've all been there. so Yeah. Can you do people? We don't do people. Uh, that's a familiar question. Usually we get, you do my spouse, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's usually the common one we get. We are in the pet <laughs> business. And, and as I said, pets can be uh, anything that's in your household that you consider a pet. And right. If we don't have it, um, we'll give it a shot. And our folks are extremely talented when it comes yeah. to, to making our products. So they're real live artists that you have working on that the assembly process, aren't they? Very, very creative team. Uh, absolutely. We have about close to 60 to 70 full-time uh, folks at that time period. Um, you know, we're in a capacity business right now, re- reaching into the Christmas season, which are busy seasons. Um, and they are talented because they'll take a photograph and, you know, if we don't have something in that breeder species, we'll create it from scratch. If not, we start with the base and make it look and put all the unique markings uh, of your pet on that head cover. And then, you know, within weeks, ship it out to your door. It's a great business to be in because people share their joy and excitement when they see that head cover yeah. or any of our products um, and just get the joy of, you know, reconnecting with their pet. First off, it's very high on the cute quotient, which is always yeah. good. And you said, but you said it takes a week? No, it takes us anywhere between six and eight weeks. Um, oh, okay. I said weeks. Um, in plural, um, we do offer our, our customers the opportunity to rush it. So for a small additional fee, you can get it in two, four, or six weeks guaranteed to your door. And that's mm-hmm. around the globe. We ship to every country within a couple of days around the globe. So, um, you know, we take orders from, you know, all over the, all over the globe these days. So yeah, it's, especially it's a great spot for us. I, I read somewhere that here in Louisville, you're within a thousand miles of like 65% of the population of the United States. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, you know, we spend a lot of time with uh, our partners at Kentucky Economic Development and, and you know, growing the uh, e-commerce business and logistics is a big piece of that, which mm-hmm. is very helpful for yeah, us. And, and that's one of the things of being where our distribution is and in, in our corporate offices, we're able to reach um, whether it's, you know, the West Coast or, you know, in the UK fairly easily. So six to eight weeks, if one were thinking that this would be a perfect Christmas gift for the golfer who has everything already, except a custom-made head cover that looks like their favorite pet, uh, you better get on the stick, so to speak. Yeah, most of our folks, um, you know, as we head into, you know, later into November, our busy season picks up really. Now that we're past Labor Day, we just had a sale. You know, we'll see folks really pick up around early part of October as they're starting to think about gifts. And then about the middle of November for standard delivery will be kind of our cutoff period. And then we'll take, you know, rush orders early into December. And that gives us about that two week window to hit, hit the door for Santa by the 24th of December. So, yeah. you know, our year picks up pretty aggressively right now. And, for a holiday gift or, you know, early in the golf season through partners like you guys and other folks, uh, we've been 
getting a lot of coverage in the golf space because it is a one-of-a-kind product. It is. Um, as I said, you know, you be distinct and unique. Um, it's a talking item on the tee box. As I said, it's a stress reliever on those occasional bad shots that we all have. Yeah. And then we offer some other products where you can get a, a ball marker with your pet on it, or uh, we offer Callaway golf balls through our partners at golfballs.com. Um, you can get a sleeve or a dozen golf balls, and that's always fun too. Me on the tee box. To yeah. say, hey, I'm playing a title as one dot, or I'm playing, you know, my golden retriever today. There's no, dis- <laughs> yeah. no disputing on who's in the fairway, right? Nobody can get that confused. No, sir. Yep. <laughs> All right. So, any tips on somebody taking a picture? Any right way or wrong way to do it? There are a couple tips. You know, we look for folks. Everybody has a smartphone. We work our magic a lot of times, but. You know, lighting is key, direct sunlight. Make sure, you know, you're not pointing the camera into the direct sunlight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then certainly make sure we can see the face of that pet. Um, it's really important. You know, we want to make sure that we, we have the eye color right, that we have the coloring of the fur right. But, you know, we offer 12-hour customer service, guys. So from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., you can actually talk to a person other than Vicky who does our automated mm-hmm. uh, recordings. We'll answer those questions. We interrogate with a chat, text. And we'll work with you to get it right. So um, we offer 100% refund uh, if, if for a reason the order doesn't work for you. And then we donate a portion of our proceeds um, to pet-related charities around the globe. So That was um, another cool know. aspect, the, the Arrow Fund and, and other, uh, uh, like you say, pet-related charities. But you brought up money, so I'm going to continue that conversation. How much are we talking for one of these? For a golf club head cover, it's one fifty nine. Okay. Um, it's one hundred and fifty nine dollars. Um, and then you know, depending on what your location, if you're in the U.S., uh, you put in your address and we calculate the zip, zip code uh, and shipping charges, so you know at the time of checkout um, what your expenses are before it could, uh, you place your order. That's not too shabby. No, that's pretty cool. So let's say a guy wants to buy three of the same one because he's got you know his wife, his daughter, his other daughter. Is there discounts on multiples or is it easy for you to produce multiples or is this a one-off deal how does that work well it is custom but no when they're placing the order they can add the multiples and there is a discount for adding a multiple of the exact same pet i have to clarify that because some people say well i got another head cover well it's not a multiple of the exact same pet so we do that and then at any point throughout the years because we create a pet profile so we have those images so if you need to order another one. You know, you, you liked it so much and you, you wanted to get your daughter one. All those photographs are you go back on your account and, 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 and place the order. You do not receive the multiple discount because it wasn't purchased at the same time, but we do make it simple in the reordering as well. And we produced over 55,000 of our, our plush products over the last five plus years. And we're on pace this year um, to do more than 28,000 units alone. So you wow. can kind of see the last two or three years our business is really scaling up, and a lot of it has to do, as you mentioned, seeing an ad on Facebook. Um, we've been fortunate with golf in general. Um, it's a great audience for us, different trade publications throughout the years, it's gift guides and other things, and right. certainly just the golfers talking about it. It's a fun product. It's unique. And there's nothing else like it. So we always say you want to have something to stink on your bag um, that can help you. You know, the head cover might be your, might be your answer. Yeah, and also put it on your your golf balls too, that way, because everybody's playing the same brand and you can't remember the number half the time. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and that's that's the fun thing about it. Yeah. Um, you know, we partner with a great partner in GolfBalls.com, provide uh, you know a high quality ball for you. And you know, I tell the story. I think I told you guys that. You know, I got the 17 holes and I lost the ball, but I can still see my pet clearly. I just couldn't, you know, hit a straight shot through 18 <laughs> holes to hold on to one ball. But uh, I'm not alone in that category. No. But, you know, we. we 
some folks might think of the golf ball as kind of a, a gimmicky thing. We look at it as we want you to go play the game and, yeah. um, you know, have some fun at it and, and have something distinct that's unique to you. So Fantastic. hopefully we, we, we help uh, golfers improve their scores by just relaxing with their pet on the course. And the uh, website is cuddleclones.com. You got it. And Absolutely. you can, uh, you can check out everything there. There's very, uh, very easy to follow instructions on how to upload a photograph. And, uh, you, there's folks there to talk to, like you said, from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. If you have any questions, um, just give them a call. Brennan Lawrence, just one quick question. When you were doing this as a school project, did you ever think that this would be your, like, life's work? You know, I came to the company, um, after the school project, but okay. my two co-founders are still involved. And, you know, I think when you have a good idea, guys, um, you kind of know, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been involved in a lot of different companies over the years. And, um, at the end of the day, you know, what drew me to Cuddle Clones was it's a really good idea. Um, it's something that, you know, we have a great connection with our customers. It's about the pet and our customer experience and interacting with them. So, you know, I think, you know, the concept hasn't changed other than it's growing and we're adding more, you know, what we call hyper-personalized products of your pet. Mm -hmm. um, and so at the end of the day, um, you know, a lot of our team has been here for the last five years and um, we enjoy what we do every day. It's fun to come to work. We're a pet-friendly environment. So if you come cool. to our office, you're more than welcome anytime. You'll probably meet a few pets along the way. So, well, I think uh, I heard Jeff in the background taking a few pictures. So I'm yeah, sure uh, his his order will be forthcoming momentarily. <laughs> Brennan, yeah, what a good idea! This yeah, thing it is. is. I, I can guarantee you that my wife, my daughters, um, will love these things. And honestly, this thing looks pretty cool. I got a hunch that you guys are going to be branching out into way past animals. You guys <laughs> can produce something as good as as good as what I'm seeing online. That's as impressive. It is. Very oh, thank impressive. you guys. You know, it, it it, you know, it, it all comes from. You know, um, you know, our team working together extremely hard, um, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, we love what we do and we, we all love pets. So it Fantastic. makes it fun to come to work every day. That's exactly, can't be any, any better than that. The only better thing would be to, you know, go play, play golf. golf for a living, you know? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's exactly. not in the too distant future, man. Who knows? You know, Brennan Lawrence with cuddleclones.com. Check him out. Um, again, I, my first reaction was this is going to be the perfect Christmas gift for people who already have everything because nobody has one of those unless they've already done business with you. All right, guys. I appreciate the time and, um, you know, look forward to connecting the next time you're in town. Yeah, that would be great, man. We'll go out and play golf or something. Have I'm yourself glad to a do wonderful that. time. We'll yeah. bring some balls and tee it up. Sounds good to me. Brendan Lawrence, CuddleClones.com. Thanks for spending some time with us here on those weekend golf guys. And you, you hang out because we're coming right back. If you're in sales, you know that people buy things from people they know, they like, and they trust. It can take forever to build that kind of a relationship unless you use golf. Business golf is the quickest way to build trust with your clients and potential customers. TheBusinessGolfCourse.com. Go there now and check it out. This segment of Those Weekend Golf Guys is brought to you by CBS Sports HQ. I think we're all aware that sports TV nowadays is, is full of made-up drama. Same topics being beaten into the ground with, with ideas and takes from people who don't even believe what they're saying themselves. But CBS Sports is going to change all that. CBS Sports HQ is a network that streams live 24-7, and they have coverage that is focused on just the game. Football, they got it. FedEx playoffs, they got it. Fantasy sports, well, their experts are going to give you the info you need to make all the right calls for your lineup, and, and football season is coming up. No fake debates, no politics, just real sports for real sports fans. Just open the CBS Sports app. 
and you can watch anytime from anywhere on your phone or at home on your Apple TV, Roku, or Fire TV. It couldn't be easier. And it's all totally free. Download the CBS Sports app and watch CBS Sports HQ today. Together again for a few moments yet. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. We are those weekend golf guys. To wrap up, somebody calls you and says, hey, let's go play some golf, man. I'd like to, uh, and they're not going to say I'd like to get to know you better, but you know that that's what they have in the back of their head, whether they be a potential, uh, you be a potential customer of theirs, they be a potential customer of yours. It doesn't matter. Whatever type of relationship that is looking to be built, whoever it is that does the inviting, do not not accept okay <laughs> double negatives i hate those I was say, wait do not not accept okay just say, say yes, yes. <laughs> right and you know it's one of those things you can do it's gotten me through life at every radio station i worked at uh whether i knew how to do it or not I'd say john you know how to do a you know splicing up on a on, you know four track tape oh yeah sure no problem and then i went out and learned how to do it i just never said no because if you say no you you don't know what kind of opportunities that you are letting pass you by you can learn how to play golf. As Jeff said, go to find a, a PGA professional locally in your area. Tell them the situation that you may or may not be playing this game again, ever. You're going to use a rental set of clubs. You just want to know how to hit the ball so you don't make a total fool of yourself. They've got lessons yeah, for that. Okay? They do. They do. It, it's, I'll tell you, it's something that's pretty important in your very first lesson that you stress what you need. Mm-hmm. And say, look, I've got time for one lesson or two lessons here, but I need them to be on the absolute thing that can get me through this round of golf. Right. Teach me how to hit a golf ball and so that it goes kind of where I want it to and teach me how to putt. Nothing will get the, um, the, the admiration of your competitors more than becoming very good at putting. You know, yeah. you, you could take. There are people who choose. Uh, scramble partners because they know someone mm-hmm. is a good putter. Right. Even though they can't do much of anything else, right. they choose them for that skill alone. That's right. And I do guarantee you, however, unless you're a total idiot, after about the fourth hole, you're going to say, you know, this is a great game. And as soon as you're done, you're going to go out and buy yourself a set of clubs and sign up for even more lessons because yeah. it's just that kind of a game. And again, check out on Facebook, Back Nine Advisory Board for people who use golf and business together. One can help the other greatly. It's a free group to join. It's fun. Just Back Nine Advisory Board on Facebook. Facebook.com slash golf guys is, is where you can find us on Facebook. Thoseweekendgolfguys.com is our website. We do ask that you go there and check us out. And we also ask that whether it's the first time, the 117 millionth time, or whatever, You own the clubs, you rent the clubs. Just go play some golf. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.